Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Herd Fit Podcast with Dr. Sam Ree and myself, Coach David Syverson. This podcast is aimed at helping anyone and everyone looking to enhance their healthy lifestyle through fitness, nutrition, and most importantly, mindset. All right. Welcome back to the Herd Fit Podcast. I am Coach David Syverson here with my out of breath co-host, Dr. and Coach Sam Ree, who took one for the team yet again and just took on... 23.3, the final workout of the 2023 CrossFit Open. Sam, take a breath. How do you feel? <laughs> uh, that was a tough one. Holy camoly. Uh, you know, it's a, the time pressure is mm. immense. Yeah. I felt the time pressure the whole way through. This is one where you just have to step on the pedal and just hold on as yeah. hard as you can. And hope and hope that you have it, right? Yep. I yep. don't like to use that word often, like hope that you can do it. But we'll get into it a little bit. But I do think that there's going to be some hope that needs to be thrown out into the air that, that you can hold on to it. Yeah. Um, this is the first workout that we've had these interval workouts, inter- uh, time stamps where you have to get X amount of work done prior to a certain time for in order for you to move on to the more complex, more difficult portion of the workout. I don't want to think too hard about this, but I think it's the first one since 2019 that we've had one of these workouts. And these actually used to be a staple. When I first started doing the Open, there was something like this pretty much every single year. Um, it's So basically, I'll go over the workout real quick. You have six minutes to complete five wall walks, 50 double unders, 15 snatches, 95, 65 is the RX, and then five wall walks, again, 50 double unders, 12 snatches at 135, 95. That's the RX portion of the workout. Um, scaled, you have the scaled wall walks where you're going just basically on the other side of the line, just get your feet on the wall. You have single unders, and you have lighter snatches, but it's the same flow for everybody. Scaled, all the age groups. If you can finish all that in under six minutes, you earn the right to move on to the next portion of the workout. If you don't, your workout's over at six minutes. You will see the majority of RX athletes take this on, and your workout will be six minutes long. All right, so we'll talk about that in a little bit. But if you do get past, and and Sam was one of them. We had three athletes that just did it, and they all got to the nine-minute period, three out of 11. Um, You now get into a very serious part of the workout. This is where it turns. (laughs) You have to do now, you have three minutes, or you have until the nine-minute mark to complete 20 strict handstand push-ups, 50 double-unders, nine snatches at 185 for the guys, 125 for the ladies. If you finish that one by the nine-minute mark, okay, you now move on to the last portion of the workout, 20 strict handstand push-ups again, 50 double-unders, six snatches, 225, 155. So... Um, I might have screwed that up, but if you if you finish the it's a four round workout. If you finish the first two rounds in under six minutes, you get to move on. If you finish the third round in under nine minutes, you get to move on. And then if you get to that last portion, your workout is now for time. So this is a workout where ninety nine percent of athletes you are going to get capped out at some point. Um, and I would say eighty to ninety percent of athletes will not make it past the six minute window. Sam, express to us. Give us some feedback on where you were mentally prior to this workout, because I think a lot of people are a little nervous about this six-minute window. Right. Um, I just wanted to get past the uh, 135 snatches. And, okay. And so this for, is the second round. The second round. And for me, this is my thought. One is, when I first looked at it, it's fast. Mm-hmm. So I actually came in early. You saw me. And I warmed up a lot. Mm-hmm. I. I uh, I rode really hard on the bike for about two three minutes, like really really hard, uh, and then I warmed up the uh, movements, uh, and then I actually did the first 
round the um, five wall walks, 50 double unders, and the 15 snatches just to get a sense of how that felt. Right. And when I did that, that first time, I did it in about two minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. And I said, okay. And I was gassed. Like, I was like breathing really hard. Right. That's like a Fran type effort right yeah. there. Yeah. And I felt like, how am I going to get through five more wall walks and then 50 double unders to get to the 12 snatches. Mm. And then I said, well, how many t- snatches, like how long will those 12 snatches take me? Yep. And I figured it would take me at least 90 seconds if I did, because mm-hmm. I don't think I could do one every five seconds, which mm-hmm. is a minute. Um, I could probably do one, one every 10. That's my capability. Yep. So I had to give myself a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I wasn't sure. I knew it was going to be really, really close. Right. So that's what I thought going into it. Good. I was scared. I was yep. really scared. Yeah. yeah. No, it, there's a lot of pressure in this workout. If, if your goal is to get to that third round, it's going to be a high-pressure piece. And you're going to have to channel that, guys. If you're going to come into this nervous, and I know a lot of you are already nervous <laughs> based on what, my phone, what happened to my phone after this workout came out, you need to channel that and use it as positive energy for your workout. I'm always gonna say this every year in the open, there's nothing wrong with being nervous or having anxiety prior to the workout. It can actually help you. But just trust me when I say this, the second that workout starts, those first wall walks and jump rope, it's gone, now now you're in it. So I think a lot of these nerves that you have prior to the workout, just understand that it's worse before than it is during. So once you get going, your your body's going to take over. Your fitness, all the training you've been putting in, it's going to take over. But what Sam did, this is very interesting. I want everyone to kind of think about this. I put this on my Instagram story. There's going to be a lot of people in this position. I want to get done with the six minutes. And you have to really pretty much look at that last barbell. I, I call this reverse engineering. Sam basically went into this saying, how long does he need to definitely get 12 snatches at 135 done? That second barbell. This is a different answer for everybody. I'm going to use uh, Coach Liz and Coach Ashley as different examples, right? Ash is a better gymnast. Liz is a better lifter, okay? Liz, you know, a little bit slower on wall walks than Ash. Ash, much slower on the barbell than Liz. So what I would tell them is, is basically the same thing, but their answers will be completely different. How long do you need to get those 12 snatches done? Liz, I estimated if she really had to, could probably get them done in about 45 seconds. Ash is probably going to need about a minute 30, so twice as long. So what they both need to do is get that number on paper, subtract it from six minutes. That's the amount of time that you have to get everything else done prior to those snatches. So that can help you pace. I mean, again, we're telling everyone to go full send, go hard. But yes, you can't go full send in in five minutes. You'll burn out, right? But it just means you need to be aggressive. How aggressive do you need to be on wall walks and jump rope in order for you to get to that time that you think you need for the snatch? Thoughts on that? Because that's kind of like what you naturally did. That's exactly what I did. And um, you have to be good at... It's a very high skill workout. Very. I mean, you need to be very proficient at wall walks. Mm-hmm. A, a quick comment: the the standard is a little long, farther away to start. Yep. So I usually I'm really good at wall walks. I can do four steps in and then three back. Mm-hmm. I had to do five and then four. Yeah. Just because it was that little extra. Yep. yep. And so you have to be prepared for that. I practiced it a little bit before I started. Um, the double unders, my first set was unbroken, <coughs> but I broke like three or four times on the second one. I was just, I don't know, nervous or whatever. Right. Um, didn't really matter. Yeah. Like, so don't worry so much about the double unders. Mm-hmm. The snatches, um, the first 15 I went, um, five sets of three. Okay. And so I went You fine. held onto it a little bit. Yeah. And um, 
Oh, uh, no, sorry. Three sets of, no, three yeah, sets five of, sets of three, five sets okay, of three. Okay, three at a time. Yeah, and when I finished, because of the adrenaline of the workout, I actually finished around 207 or 208. Pretty quick. Yeah, and then I got through the five wall walks again. Again, it started to get really tired, mm -hmm. the double unders, and then it was just the snatches. But mm -hmm. when you get to the snatches the second time, like, I thought I had a lot of time, but... It adds up. Your shoulders are so smoked yeah. that... The snatches felt good beforehand. I practiced a couple 135s. They felt right, fine right. beforehand. But then afterwards, like in the workout, I was like, they were the ugliest snatches I've done in about five years. <laughs> like I was literally like- They weren't that bad. I, I saw a few. They weren't that bad. I was bad. like, Jenna, she, last was in front of me. I was like, I hope I don't run. Like, yeah. walk in there. And, and, but all I could think of was, and I, I suppose that might be a criticism of CrossFit is like, should you be doing Olympic lifts under time duress? Yeah, close to your one rep max. Right. And I will say I've done this for nine years now. Mm -hmm. And that was about the only thing that really saved me in this. Right. Because if I was, um, it's not like we don't snatch a ton. Right. But, you know, these are the sort of skills that you sort of keep. And, and we do snatches. Enough. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And so... Um, it was enough for me to hold on and do them ugly mm -hmm. and get them done. Yeah. But boy, I was, I don't think I've ever been that panicked in a workout in terms of, can I get this done under time domain yeah. in a long, long time? Because all I could think of was, if I don't get these done, I'm going to have to do this again on all, Sunday. Yeah, start from scratch. And I was like, I don't want to do that. So let me please yeah. get these done, please. Yeah, we'll get into that. I mean, so I, I think... So we talked about how you're going to end this interval period. And again, you can apply this, guys. If you're, if you're confident that you're going to get through the first two rounds, one of these barbells, unless you're one of the freaks of the freaks, you're probably looking at as like, hey, that's probably going to hold me up at some point. You can reverse engineer the entire thing. But let's go back to the beginning because I've gotten this question a few times already. Should I go touch and go on that first barbell to bank some time for that second barbell? And I'm going to give you... I'm not going to give you the answer. I'm going to give you what's going to happen on either side of it. If you don't go touch and go, you go singles so that you could save yourself for the back half, right? That second round of work. And you probably will feel better on the snatches. There's a couple things about it, especially with the bar, the weights that you're using. Guys would be using 25s, ladies 15s. That bar is going to be bouncing a lot. So if you're doing all singles, that's going to be now part of your workout, not letting the bar bounce away from you or you are actually going to be chasing after your barbell. Um, so I would go at least some touch and go. Some can go 10 and 5. Some can go all 15. I know some people are going to try. At the very least, what Sam did, it, I would try to do at least some touch and go. Three at a time, four at a time, five at a time, whatever. But I would try that, warm that, warm that up, cycling the barbell. Um, because even what the cycling does, it doesn't necessarily make your next set of snatches that will be two minutes later harder. It, I don't think it's going to make it harder. It just jacks your heart rate up. Yes. But think about this, right? Most people, when you get to that second set of wall walks, it's no longer about heart rate. It's going to be more about shoulder fatigue. Yes. So like when Liz got done tonight with that set of, uh, at 65, I, she was tired. I could tell. I said, go get one in. Just go. Get your ass on the ground and go get one in. And then you lay on the ground, take a break. break. You do have time to do a quick wall walk, come down and sit there for 15 seconds. You have that time. That's when you can allow the heart rate to come down. That's when you rest the shoulders for the next set of snatches. So don't be afraid of being really aggressive on the first set of snatches. That is the best advice you could give. Yeah. I did the same thing. When I did the 15 snatches, I had to do one wall walk as fast as I could. Because mm -hmm. if I didn't, I wasn't going to. Right. And, and after that, then you're like, oh, I only have four left. Yeah. And then you can just sort of like yeah. get through that. And then you know, I mean 
personally, you're like, after these five wall walks, you're done. You don't right. have to do any more wall yeah, walks. Yeah, you're done with the wall walks. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, on that second barbell, it, or for some of you, this might be the third barbell, like the one where it starts to get challenging, where you are doing singles, right? The games athletes, from what I saw, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure when that second barbell got involved, I think they all were doing singles. Did you watch the actual announcement? Uh, no, I was not. Most people are going to advise even the highest level athletes to go singles when you get to the second barbell. So I, I wouldn't put that much thought or effort or energy into touch and going that unless you are just a monster and it's a very light barbell. Um, but one thing I think people can practice in your warm-up, this would be towards the end of your warm-up, is I want you to do 10 snatches. And I want you to see how long that takes. Does it take you a minute? That means you're one every six seconds. Like that, that's pretty good. And it doesn't, it sounds like, oh, I could definitely do one every six seconds. The amount of time it takes you to do the rep, stand it up, lock it out, drop it, let it bounce, sit down, set up. That takes more time than you think. So I, I think th how long does it take you to do every single rep on average? Is it 10 seconds? Is it 15? Is it six? That's where I think if Sam knew that going in perfectly, it probably would have been a little less stressful. Like I went up to Liz and I did some quick math during her last round. I said, hey, one every eight seconds, you're good. And she could do that. And like I think, I don't know if she heard me or not, but if you know that you can do one every eight seconds and you can handle that, it just makes it a little less stressful. And you can actually manage your breathing a little bit better in that situation. Liz is stronger than me, so I don't think she ever had a problem of failing. I actually failed like my first or second rep. Oh, did rep. you? Okay. Yeah, and yeah. I was like... That would scare me then. Yeah, then yeah. I was a little worried. And so even though I thought I had maybe almost two minutes, I was like, I, I don't know if I can do this. Okay. So I just was literally ripping it up and trying to stand that thing up. Credit to you then because I, i've seen this a lot when people fail a rep it, it carries over into their next attempts was there something technique wise that you focused on after your fail that helped you succeed on the next few i knew i wasn't going to squat snatch anything yeah like there's no way right like but i just pretended like fake squat getting underneath it just tiny like right. a like maybe a two inches more okay and that helped me a little bit but honestly it's just um you have to be really aggressive with that hip drive to try, even yeah. if it's an ugly, just really aggressive. Yeah. If you don't do that, there's no way you're getting yeah. that thing up with your shoulders. One thing that's been helping me lately, I've been trying to coach this up a lot, is instead of trying to move the barbell and be strong, it's trying to move the bar as fast as you can. Does your frame of mind, does it change at all when you stop, get the, uh, your thought away from, I need to get this bar above my head, stop. How fast can you move the bar? When you get it to your hip, how fast can you get it to go? That will help. Um, but there was one more thing I wanted to talk about. Oh, Will Doherty, um, he, he did his scaled version, Will D, and he finished it in 856. He crushed it. And I watched his final snatches were 135, which I believe is 90% of his one rep max. I believe he's around 150 right now, 155. And his last three to four reps were so good. It was the best I've ever seen him lift. And there was one difference that he did. And everyone, if once you get to that barbell where you're not sure if you can get it, he simply just got underneath the bar and snapped his head through. He didn't stay behind the bar and have like that ugly press out. He fully committed to the redip. So when you get to that barbell, do everything like you can. Like we just said, move the bar fast. But then you have to fully commit to getting yourself under and then through the barbell. If you get it to that sweet spot, it'll be easier. It'll look better. You'll be safer. It's going to check all those boxes. Um, Sam, do you have any closing thoughts on the workout? Um, and I'm going to ask you for one prediction. Um, the first thing is, is I'm not a big warm up person, mm -hmm. but for this one, you got to get really sweated out 
beforehand. Mm-hmm. Got to go through all the movements. You got to do the 10 snatches. You got to yep. do the whole thing. And then you got to give yourself at least 15 minutes yeah. to just like completely like rest. Don't at, short your warm up. Yeah. yeah. So, so if you're like, oh, but I'll be so tired. Okay. Then give yourself an extra 15 minutes after mm-hmm. that to rest. And then when you hit it, it's not that shock to the system. Right. And it actually felt so much better yeah. when I actually did That's it. That's good. There's proof in the pudding right there. Yeah. yeah. This is one you can't short. And the, then the, the second thing is, is um, for the, the guys who um, get through that, um, be, like I think um, Brian DiCarlo, right. like he was – he wasn't even thinking about it. He was trying to get to the 185 snatch. Yeah. Because right. there are a few guys who are that strong. Yep. They really want to try that 185. Yeah. Yep. And so they just have to go so much faster because mm-hmm. you got to get through those 20 strict handstand push-ups. Yeah, that's, that's time consuming. Yeah. And yeah. at that point, I was so happy to just get there that I just knocked out a bunch of singles. And that, that to me, was just... Singles were fine on the strict handstands. Oh, uh, yeah. I'll tell you this. Anyone that gets to the strict handstand push-ups, every rep you get is going to make a big difference. Just keep that in mind. You know, like that... If you get there and like, oh, I can only do six or seven, oh, whatever. That would be e- awesome. Every single one will, will mean something. Yeah. Um, okay, now, for this gym, I might have undersold it when I talked to the coaches. We have a coaches chat. What's the over-under on how many athletes rx will get to that third portion of the workout we already had three tonight it's I would, rough i would say at least um 20 20 okay yeah. i was gonna put the over number at like 10 or 11 really so you think it's gonna be way above that i think so okay um i because the strict hand stands are not a part of the equation at that point right so it's just it's, it's a rare workout like if you're getting through this, like you're very fit. That means you move a lot of weight with the snatch. You're pretty good upside down, and you're proficient with jump rope. I I think the the bigger question is how many people will at least touch one of the third round snatches. That could probably be a better question. I think that that was what I think what was asked in the if that in the coaches chat. I believe I was like who how many are going to get to the third barbell. Right. I think that number was six and a half. That that's like the market I put out there. I was going to say five. Okay, only because on the women's side, that shoulder stuff is yeah. so difficult. Yeah. It blows up. Yeah. yeah, and and then also that heavy snatch. That's a that's a freaking heavy ass snatch for people to actually do, especially on the women's side. For sure. After all that stuff. Uh, yeah. So it's okay. like I, I don't know. Yeah. All right. So, I mean, la- so uh, okay. So now you're going to be doing it on Sunday. So what are you? I might do thought- it tomorrow. Actually. Okay. So yeah. so give me your strategy, your thoughts. Like, how are you going to pace it? What are your? What's your goal? I'm going to try to be really quick on the five fifty fifteen. Like almost as if that was the workout. Try to be sub two on that. And how are you going to do the snatches on broken fifteen? Snatches. I'll probably go ten and five. Okay. With like a really short break. Okay. And then I'm going to do five quick wall walks, and then I'm going to do the jump rope. Is what it is. Even if I trip up, I'm, I'm sure I will. Okay. Um, I'm going to go all singles on the snatches. And I think my goal would be to get done with that part in four-ish minutes. Four minutes. Yeah. And then um, maybe a little bit more. Um, and then I think I, I think I can hang on to three or four at a time on the handstand push-ups. Okay. So that should get me to that 185 barbell with maybe two minutes left. Okay. I haven't snatched anything above 95 in four months now i think three months it's all power though yeah so i just gotta be a little careful though like i don't know i don't think my strength will be there um i haven't looked like that i gotta be a little careful getting underneath the barbell a little nervous about that it's nine snatches yeah so i'm just gonna play around with it um but i'm confident i will get to the 185 i don't know what will happen when i get there (laughs) if you finish the 185 that would be 
amazing. That I don't think I could, but if you did, I think you're going to be in like probably the, that that alone probably puts you in the top 1 or 2%. I know you're so good about warming up. So, can you just run through what your warm up is yeah. going to be for this? So, I think what I'm going to do is just my traditional like skier bike for the, for the 3 to 5 minutes. That's just like whatever, get your core temperature up. You can do whatever you want. You go for a walk if you want. But the um my specific warm ups will be I will do some toes to bar. I did rip yesterday though. Sucks. Um, mm-hmm. But I like to, that's like my, I'll do like a mini workout, like a 21, 15, nine wall balls, toes to bar, something like that. It sounds crazy, but like that gets my legs going. That gets my heart rate up and it opens up my thoracic. Like when I, my thoracics open up, my wall walks are quicker. They feel better. My snatches are better. Even if it's not a squat snatch, my overhead position. So I like doing something on the rig to really get like that forward and back movement short, you know, um, and then I'll probably do what you did. I'll probably practice that first set of 5, 50, 15 at that first weight. Um, and then I'll just work up my snatches. Like I'll probably do a few at 135, a few at 155, a few at 165, just so I have to feel heavy weight. And then, you know, in terms of mobility, I'm not going to stretch much before this. I'd rather – and then I would say if I have time, we'll see what the schedule is like. I'll do all that, chill five, 10 minutes, and then probably about three to four minutes before the workout, I'll get on the bike for about a minute and go hard, get the heart rate up a little bit, let it come down, and go for the workout. The last thing I almost forgot is, you know, when you're doing the wall walks, the palm can get a little slick on the wall walk. Yeah. So I put some grip tape on, okay. but I think people should try it out. And if it's a little slippery, they should use something okay. to try to get better grip. A little more friction. Yeah, on, yeah. on the wall walks. Okay, cool. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, um, this is the last workout of the Open. And I think at this time next week, we're all going to be reflecting on it. Some of you will be happy it's over. Some of you are going to be upset that it's over. Some of you are going to wish it was another few weeks or you didn't hit your goal, whatever. But I I say that because I know at this time next week, a lot of people are going to be very motivated for the next year. Let's not think too far down the road. Let's get through this. Put everything you have into this workout. This is one where a lot of people will repeat. But I'm going to warn you about this. Okay? Go still try as hard as you can in the first workout. This is something I see every year. People know they're going to do it again and they don't actually give the real effort on the first attempt through. And you're going to come back on Sunday and do it again. And your shoulders are going to be tired. Mm. Like I'm telling you, some of you guys, your shoulders do not recover well. And if you put a lot of effort into them and, and beat them up to, uh, tomorrow on Friday, they're, they're probably not going to be 100% on Sunday. So act as if you're not going to redo it. Put everything you have into it. Stop thinking about next week. You hit your goal. You didn't hit your goal. Just put everything you have into it. Get a good warm-up in. The shorter the workout is, the more important your warm-up is. And I can't wait to see you guys crush it. It's going to be a lot of fun. Thanks, guys. Good luck. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time out of your day to listen to the Herd Fit Podcast. Be on the lookout for next week's episode.